All right, let us get going. So, last time we learned, we were to complete the category of Kirbas Hashem, which was paragraphs Kuf Ayin Vav and Kuf Ayin Zayin. That's where we left off, and the, the Avaida of keeping the Rabbanish Lailam in second person in our lives, as opposed to just about the Rabbanish Lailam, but to constantly train ourselves, which is an ongoing avayda, where we're speaking to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, um, in a, in a way that we sense Him with us, mamish mamish. That was the end of that category. Now I want to go back. There was a category that the Ma'isa Baruch Hashem Berzeicha to begin the beginning of the sefer, and we skipped a short section. We skipped a section. Um, the section of Yira Sashem, the section of Yira, of fear, which is uh, something that needs to be handled delicately, what exactly Yira Sashem is. And Dobovavi is going to get into the nitty gritty of it for us. He's really going to uh, introduce the, the concepts and the you know hand, how to handle it in today's society. So let's go back to Yiras Hashem, which is a which we skipped over a, this category and we moved on to Avas Hashem. And as we get near the month of Tammuz and of and the three weeks coming to El, perhaps this is the right time to uh, to uh, introduce ourselves. To these concepts and and this category. Now it picks up in in my sefer in uh, paragraph Kuflam and Ches in paragraph one thirty eight. Okay, so let's let's get into this. Here we go. So the Bovavi teaches us as follows. Let's get into Yira again. Kuflam and Ches. Hinei, behold, Shiresh Habinyan Shel Haadam. The Shairesh Abinyan, the roots, which is a starting point of a person, who Yiras Ha'inish, is Yiras Ha'inish. Let's translate this in literally, it's not, the, it's not a great translation, but Yiras Ha'inish, the fear, which includes Ha'inish, understanding that there's consequences. Hanikros Besfarim HaKadoshim, Yiras Tata, which the Svarim HaKadoshim, okay, the, the holy books, they refer to Yiras Ha'inish as a lower level of fear. Now, what does this mean, lower fear? Yiras Ha'inish, fear of Ha'inish, of fear of, call it consequences. Nechalekes lebeis chalakim. It could be split up into two parts. Ha'inish bashamayim kegehenim. Okay. One part of it is, what's Yiras Ha'inish, is people are nervous about after... After we pass on, yeah, like Gehenim, for example, people are Yiras Einish. People are afraid of what's going to happen la Achar Misa after we pass away. That's one part of Yiras Einish. Base. What is another part of Yiras Einish? Einish Khan, which is consequences here, Ba'ara, on earth, biyasurim liminehem with. All, all, all sorts of suffering that can happen. So, 
He says, let's, let's talk with the first one that we're talking about, which is La'achar Misa, after death, Yisurim Bashamayim, punishment in, in heaven, Gehenim. Hinei Bederech, Kniyas Hayira, Min Einshei HaGehenim. See, this is a very, very difficult thing because Gehenim to us is something that's very abstract and we don't see this. We don't know what Gehenim is. We can't see it with our own eyes. We don't see Gehenim. We don't fully understand Gehenim. So we're not really afraid of it. It's not something that, that creates any element of fear. Now, I just want to pause for a moment. And what Bovavi is going to do over here is, see, th- this, this concept of Yiras HaOynish, to many of us, really separates us from closeness to Hashem. There's going to be, there's going to be a very, very powerful idea. Again, we've been discussing Avas Hashem, Kirvas Hashem, the love of the Rabban And then when we start talking about these matters, it comes to our mind like a separation from Hashem. There's this scary thing out there. And it's true. There's consequences to our actions. But we kind of, we have a tough time connecting this idea to somebody who loves me. We think if somebody loves me, there would never be such a thing. It's, it's very hard to, in, in our own psyche, to connect an Avas Hashem and Yiras Hashem, uh, an Avas Hashem and Kirvas Hashem, and Mamish being with the Rebani Shalom as one, to having, there being like another reality of consequences to something, in our own minds we tend to distance a relationship from this concept. Okay? So that's point number one, is what we're going to have to develop within ourselves is an understanding of how Yiras Hashem, and, or we'll call it Yiras HaEinish right now, which is what we're dealing with, the fear of retribution, the fear of consequences, how this very much goes hand in hand with Avas Hashem and Kirvas Hashem and how it's not a contradiction and it's actually another way to build on a relationship. So that's gonna, this is something that's going to take time. This is going to be, this is gonna be the, the Avaida. So, but before we get into the Avaida, he says, let's just understand that nature of a person when we hear about Gehenim, think about Gehenim, we don't fully grasp what it is. So, in a yare mikach, it's it's not. We're not so uh, afraid of that. Because again, this is the nature of the guf. This is the nature of the body. I'm not nervous, and I don't get scared. I'm, I'm, there's no fear of something that's not seen. Now. If a person would be zach, what's zach? Shem and zayin zach. If a person would be clear, would be pure. And would merit through his neshama, if I would be zaycha, to be able to get a glimpse of what takes place in shamayim. So then, okay, if my body is not holding me back, my physical side is not holding me back, It'd be more possible. It's more attainable to to uh, achieve fear of Gehenna. However, how many of us can fathom or grasp things that only happen in the spiritual world? 
very few people can see with their neshamas and connect in this world to that which goes on in Shemayim. And they can only acquire Yirash before getting to level of knowing what's in Yirash Meaning nobody gets, nobody knows what's taking place in Shemayim before they achieve this level of Yirash So that means, The way to attain Yirash is not by trying to understand Gehenim. Again, Yiras Ha'inish is the fear of consequence. But it's impossible to attain a fear of something that I can't grasp, I can't imagine, I, can't, I have no concept of. And even people who do get to a place of having a perception of what's going on in the next world, they didn't get there through Yiras Ha'inish. They must have a concept of Yiras Ha'inish prior to their... You need Yiras Ha'inish in order to get what's happening in Shemayim. It's a very high madriga to know what's happening in Shemayim. So what is Yiras Ha'inish? Does it mean I'm afraid of the Yibam Shalom hurting me? Does it mean I'm afraid of the fires of Gehenim? It can't be. I, can't, I have no clue what that is. I have no clue what that is. Now, we do have an imagination. We do have ways that we can, we can uh, awaken ourselves. But that also gets into, and what Bovavi is going to guide us over to is, and again, we're, tonight we're just going to be introduced to, to the you know, how to start grasping these concepts. But you can also say that different people have different levels of imaginative abilities. So how does that play in? So let's get into this. And the truth is, In order to envision your Yerasa'inish, you're going to have to use, you're going to have to use an imagination. It's whatever sort of image the brain creates for us. And this creates forms for us. Maybe what Gehenim looks like. And maybe this is the way to come to Yira Sa'inish. See, there's a problem over here. And that is, Very few people could do this. Who's got such a strong power of imagination to know that I can imagine what's going to happen? This is mamish. This imaginative thing is going to go totally into my psyche. To the point where it has such an influence on me, to be afraid. Nah, very few people can can live in a world of imagination to such an extent. So that's not what the Rebbeinu Shalom. That's not the Avaydeh. The Kibbutz Zeirun Inun Balkayach Atzira now, and since this is for many of us, this is not a real possibility. We don't really have a. Uh, we don't. We're very limited in what we can grasp about Yerasoinish. Why? Again, our body doesn't see it. The only thing that can that has a concept of Yerasa Inish is the Neshama. And the Neshama is hidden inside our bodies. Now Lemas Adam, it's hidden inside a person. And therefore, our imagination is too weak to grasp. Okay? So what Yerasa Inish is, is something that's very, 
very, very difficult to use in a way to connect me to Hashem. Again, the tachlis of Yeras Einish, let's focus on this. Again, what's the, what's the purpose of Yeras Einish? The purpose of Yeras Einish, which means, let's translate this so we know the, the words we're dealing with. Yira means fear. Einish is the, the punishment, the consequence. The Yirasa Einish, which we find in Svarm is meant to be used, is for what? To get me to do the right thing? No. Let's remind ourselves. Yirasa Einish is another element of Kirvas Hashem. It, it's a way of closeness to Hashem. So for me, personally, and for many of our minds, it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. How does it fit? Is, it, is your Yerushalayim supposed to scare me into a relationship? No. So what is it? It's supposed to help develop another element of a healthier relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. First of all, I can't envision what that is. Second of all, how does punishment build a relationship? How is it supposed to help me feel closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu when I know there's a consequence that makes me feel closer? Or does that make me just feel more scared so now I need to be part of a relationship that maybe I'm not interested in being in? How, how do we even grasp this? So Vilakach, therefore says the Bavavi, in today's day and age, the tzaddikim, leaders of recent generations, there are those, Shesavru, they're of the opinion, Upasku, and and they've uh, they've stopped miladaber harba bin yirasayish. They don't talk about this anymore. Yeah, now those who say it's not the right time, they're not the right place to talk about yirasayish. We're not the right generation for this, because if you don't handle it properly, it could be more detrimental to our relationship that, to our relationship than helpful. So there are those who decided we're not talking about yirasayish. Lu'umasam, on the other hand. Hayu shesavru, there are those who are of the opinion. Shemin yisoid binyan avayda in lazas. If this is part of building a foundation of a relationship with Hashem, you can't ignore it. You can't ignore it. You can't just, you, you, you can't say it doesn't exist. See, even for us, our shir, we moved to Avas Hashem and Kirvas Hashem before this. We, I, I kind of waited to get to this till we're entering uh the more serious times, yeah? But, you know, maybe we're straddling both sides over here. We're, we're not so excited to talk about it because of the difficulty in it. But on the other hand, if it's foundational in my relationship, we need to, we need to deal with it. We have to build a healthy relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Vilakach, and therefore, Himshichu Lasais Bezer Rabbis. The other opinion is, we, we got to work with it. Take from it what we can. Even though it's difficult to grasp, even though it's a difficult concept to and, and topic to go through, let's work on it to the best of our abilities. But and in general, they talk to the general public about these matters. Even though it's not going to be uh, completely successful. Again, because this is a, a difficult approach. These are the two, these are the two approaches, says Bovavi, says Bovavi, that he's seen. Either to kind of stop dealing with uh, Yerasa'inish because of the difficulty of 
people really grasping it, or getting into it like full throttle because you can't ignore it. So what's our approach, says Bovavi? So here we go. behold, either way, either mahalach, either approach, there's a lot of danger in it. It's dangerous to ignore it and it's dangerous to get too involved and start darshaning to the public about it, getting all, you know, getting all, uh, um, uh, getting all uh, um, in, involved and not, you know, and, and handling it in a way that's, that's, uh, that's not so, not so posh, not so simple. He says, either way it's dangerous. Because if a person skips over this level of and keeps moving on, you're missing a foundational idea in a relationship. At a time where a person is falling and is, and is not feeling moved in, in, in uh, doing the right thing in our relationship with Hashem, and it's at a time where the fire of Avas Hashem is not burning. So now I'm not feeling close to Hashem. I'm not feeling. So what's keeping me in line then? There's nothing that's going to stop him from doing Averis. Because he never acquired Yerasayinish. If everything is about the Avas Hashem and Kirvas Hashem, when I hit a downside, a, a dry spot in my feelings, so now I don't have that. There's no yiras ha'inish. I'm not nervous about consequences of leaving the relationship when I'm not feeling on fire with love. So nothing's going to keep me in, in check. Lumazais, on the other hand, on the other hand, there, there's danger there as well. Since it's difficult to really grasp yiras ha'inish, chas v'sholem, you know, could happen. God forbid. A person could end up living their Yiddishkeit because they're, they're afraid of going to Gehenim. And they're not working on anything else. That's not healthy either. You're going to end up leaving the world with very little to show for a close relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So, we need to find a path. What the Bovavis guiding us in is we have to find a path of Yiras Ha'inish which is healthy you can't ignore it and you can't get too involved in it because it's it's a crucial part of the relationship but it's not the essence the essence is Kirvas Kim, like we've been talking about but in order to keep Kirvas Kim, I need a Yiras Ha'inish so how do we handle this it's a very, very of idea. I think all of us, all of us struggle with this. The balance of utilizing and how involved do we get in Yiras Ha'inish and how do we utilize that in the continuous building of our, of our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu? How, how do we utilize it? See, here we go. Kuflamates. Next paragraph. Rashis, first of all. Let's explain. What is the essence of Yerasa'inish? Let's get into the essence of it. What is the point of Yerasa'inish? What does that mean? Fear of punishment, fear of consequences. 
כפי שכבר כסבו אל מספר פעמים, we mentioned on a number of times, שבכל עניין ועניין, in anything that we deal with in life, על האדם לירז בויס הקדוש ברוך הוא, we have to find the Rebbein Shal. Whatever we're dealing with in life, we have to find the Rebbein Shal, the Lirais, and see, כיצד להזכרי ואילוב יסברך שמי על ידי עניין זה. How do I come close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu? Through this. Through my speech, through my thoughts, through my shopping, through my sitting, through my... What can I do to come closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu? Through this. That's in anything. And by the way, says the Bovavi, the same thing applies to fear of punishment. We have to find that Kaddish Baruch Hu, racist first and foremost, we have to find that Kaddish Baruch Hu and our closeness to him through Yiras Ha'inish. I hear about Gehenim and I hear about suffering in this world. I hear about, I hear not meaning like it doesn't happen to us. What I mean is in our, in our lives. We know there's a Gehenim, we know there's Tzaras. And we have to find HaKadosh Baruch Hu and come close to him through this. So how do we do this? How do we come closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu? How do we figure out how to come closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu? Through Yira Sainish. So you ready for this? Here we go. So we do the same thing we've been doing. We say, oh, my mind tells, I'm aware that there's something called Gehenim in the next world. Okay? Mi Baruch Hu Gehenim. Who made Gehenim? HaKadosh Baruch Hu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Interesting. So we say, God, you, you made Gehenim. You love me, you care for me, you made Gehenim. Hare Gehenim who pre So wow, Gehenim is something that is the handiwork of the creator of everything. The same way this chair is the handiwork of the Rebbein Shalom, and my thoughts and my actions, Gehenim also is the work of what HaKadosh Baruch Hu created. Naisif al-Kach. Okay, let's add on to this. Yesh lehizbainen mi manish begehenim. Hmm. Who, any, any uh, punishment that takes place in Gehenim who who carries out that punishment? Does Gehenim work by itself? Is Gehenim any different than this world? Does this world work by itself? No. Does Gehenim work by itself? No. So the Rebbein Shalom made the Gehenim. The Rebbein Shalom is the one that makes Gehenim function. Umanig atzmai b'kaychis atzmai. Doesn't go by itself. Certainly, Gehenim doesn't function on its own. The same way Hakadosh Baruch Hu makes light in this world, so Hakadosh Baruch Hu makes Gehenim. There's not like, it's not like some random uh, thing taking place, like we're we're exposed to from pictures and. Of uh, movies or whatever it is, where there's, you know, uh, people with rakes and stoking coals, and then random things, and like God sitting away from everything, and there's just like crazy stuff going on. The same way the Rebbeinu Shalom is involved in every aspect of 
everything in the universe. The same way HaKadosh Baruch was involved in every last nuance of my life and your life, HaKadosh Baruch the creator of all, who my deepest desire is just to connect with and be one with, is the one who's in control of every nuance of Gehenna. So we have to start grasping this. <laughs> Again, we divide it into two parts. There's a world that we can't see, which is what we're focusing on now in Gehenna. And there's Einish in the world that we have, in, the, in our physical world. There's suffering that takes place. We're all familiar with it. And we know the Rabban Shem is involved in every last detail. Right now we're focusing in Gehenna. He says, the same way the Rabban Shem is involved in every last detail of this world, he's involved in every last detail of Gehenna. You don't get thrown into Gehenna. People aren't thrown into Gehenna. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is just as involved in every nuance of Gehenna, as the Rabban Shem is involved in every nuance of this world. Ata and now Nizbainin. Let's let's talk. Let's talk. Let's consider the following. Mipnei ma bara es Gehenna. Why would Hashem make Gehenna? Why why does Hashem make Gehenna? The Chibipnei she writes it laharal adam. So we said, Hashem, you love me. You love it. You created everything to to be close with you. You created Gehenim to want to hurt people, to want to harm people, hurt people. Why would Hashem make Gehenim? Live a life? Of course not. We already we, we know this from all the avayda that we've been doing. It's not why Gehenim exists. El Well, if Hashem made Gehenim, it's clear. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, all Hashem wants is that we are connected to Him. That we're close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. When we create barriers through our sins, so that prevents Sometimes it creates barriers and obstacles in our ability to come close. To Hashem. And all Hashem wants is to be close to me. He just want, he, he want, he wants me to be close. So I could put up barriers in my relationship. What HaKadosh Baruch Hu is doing with Gehenim is to just remove the barriers so we could be close again. So we can actually be as one. That unfortunately we didn't allow to happen when we're in this world. Through our actions. So Azai Achasmin Avsharius the Salik Bachitzazu, one of the ways, one of the ways that Akadish Baruch Hu removes these obstacles is through something called Gehenim. Nimza. So it's coming out. What comes out through this? Kol Inyan Gehenim, the whole purpose of Gehenim. Ainoi Allah Timza is just a way, it's an avenue to come close to Rabbanishal. That's what Gehenim is. The entirety of Gehenim is a means for me to come closer to HaKadosh Baruch. It's a hechetim sheyucha la'odam liyez karav elav yisbar achshamay. That's it. Nimtza, what this means is, 
You have a person whose stam is afraid. There's something called Gehenna, something called hell. Like, oh, I don't want to go there. I heard it's uh, scary, terrible. A person doesn't recognize, realize, remember, and live. Who created this Gehenna? Why he created Gehenna? Rabbi Shalom made it. Why did he make it? What takes place there? What's the purpose? It's the same purpose as this world. The Rabbi Shalom just says, I just want to, that our essence is one. We are one with the Rabbi Shalom. So Rabbi Shalom just has such a deep desire to be one with me. And I can either become one with the Rabbi Shalom in this world, and if I don't become one with the Rabbi Shalom in this world, through obstacles that I put up, so there's something called Gehenna, which is Hashem's way of removing those obstacles so that we can have that bliss, that geschmack, that oneness with our true essence, our true source. And what happens? If a person only is afraid of Gehenna as a thing, as, a, as something that goes on without remembering that that's also the Rabbani Shalom, that person is lacking you're lacking the whole, the whole purpose of why there is something called Gehenim in the first place you become nervous about the external parts of Gehenim you never get to the crux of the idea of why of why this is even here the crux of the idea, we have to know, what, what's the crux? Why am I, why does this exist? What is, what is it, what's happening here? Let me, let's, this is, this is really, this is already giving us food for thought. I want to do one more paragraph. It's a long paragraph, but it, it really it encapsulates what he wants to, what he wants to bring out of here. So let's do one more paragraph and then we'll hold it here. Okay. So, the same way there's a fear of Gehenim, there's also a, 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 a fear of the Einish itself. Let's understand. Let's, let's get into something. What's the purpose? What's the purpose of Yeras Einish? The Rebbe wants us to have Yeras Einish. He wants us to have fear of consequence, fear of punishment, we'll call it. Why? Why? What's the purpose? Hashem wants, us to be, wants me to be afraid. If you want to be in a relationship with somebody, you want to be close with somebody, the way to come close is by frightening them, is by upsetting them. Why does Hashem bring Yeras Einish? What's the purpose? Baradav, of course, it's clear. That's not the idea here. Since the whole purpose is to, is to just be one with the Rabbi Shalom. The problem is, if I, if I turn away from the relationship, so I start putting up barriers. Says, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's get rid of it. Let's get rid of those barriers. There's got to be Gehenim. Now, however, keep in mind, this is incredible. Because we know in this world there's something called tshuva. 
What tshuva is, it's a removal of barriers. Tshuva is, get ready, tshuva is Gehenim. It's the, it's the same purpose, same tafkid. By doing tshuva, I remove the barriers, and now I'm one with the Rabbani Shlom. If I don't do tshuva, all right, so now something else needs to be done to remove the barriers. The Rabbani Shlom created Gehenim. To remove a barrier, that's it. So that we can be close. But what sin does is it gets in the way of the relationship. So halavai, we remove whatever gets in the way of the relationship in this world. That's it. We could do that. We put up barriers. We slip in our relationship, we, in every relationship. Specifically, we're dealing with the relationship with the relationship. All right. Then we get back on track. Tshuva. That's what Gehenim is. It's a tshuva in the next world. But it's done differently. It's done differently because we don't have the Bechira to choose that tshuva. So it's actually a, a, a tremendous chesed. Gehenim is a tremendous chesed. Nimtza, it's coming out. Shepachar mina Gehenim. Fear of Gehenim. That's not the purpose. That's not the goal. That's not that we should be afraid of others. Gehenim. The whole purpose of having a reality of Gehenim is so that I know, I know to not get too far from my Creator. So I could always cling to Him. I could always come close. If a person is afraid of Gehenim, for Gehenim itself, without knowing the, the matter behind this, you're, you're lacking the entire point. You missed the boat. We're sopping wet. If we're afraid of Gehenim, we're sopping wet. This is not the point of Gehenim. This is a fundamental idea in Yiddishkeit. It's fundamental. We must know. We must remember. We must put into our kishkas. Anything that has to do with Gehenim. Enayel Inyan is only there bekidei in order lekarev uledabe kasadam ekane. It's only so that a person can be close and attached to our Creator. That that's it. That is a, that's what Gehenim is. It's another avenue to ensure that me in this world knows that there could be a consequence. So therefore, I I, I remain in line, and I'm not going to get too far in my relationship. But Gehenim in and of itself is not a reason why the Rabbani Shalom made it. The Rabbani Shalom didn't make Gehenim for Gehenim to be something in and of itself. It's something to ensure that we don't get too far and we don't place too many obstacles in our relationship. Nimsa comes out, when a person works to acquire Yeras Ainish, when we want to be aware of Yeras Ainish, Rashis, first and foremost, Yishlizgar Mimimis, we have to realize. We're dealing with HaKadosh Baruch. The Rabbani Shalom created again. Again. And who's the one who is involved in every nuance of Gehenim? The same way he's involved in every nuance of this world? It's also the Rabbani Shalom. It's also, everything is the Rabbani Shalom. And I also have to remember, What is the purpose? Again, why is this here? The purpose is so that I won't ever move too far away in a relationship. So you could have, we could even know in our own physical relationships. There's sometimes where we're in a dead spot, where we're in a tough spot and things aren't going well. And then there's times where we feel we're so far separated that it's very hard to figure a way 
to figure a way back. The concept of Gehenna, and Gehenna as a reality, is a way for the Baruch to make sure that we're never going to go too far because we, we can grasp things in, with a physical mind. A, a physical mind can only grasp, grasp something in a physical way, in a physical context. So therefore the Rabbanu created this. But it's not there to punish. We're not saying there's no consequence. It's not what we're saying, Chas But we're getting into the tachlis of Gehenna. The tachlis, of, the purpose of Gehenna is not Chas V'Sholem. And he starts out with those words, Chas V'Sholem, that a person feels. That this is, this is what Gehenna is, that, that there's a purpose to this. Absolutely not. It's, it's an avenue, Einish, consequence, and the reality of there being a consequence, it's an avenue of HaKadosh Baruch Hu ensuring that the Ava, the love, the Kirva, the connection that exists between us can never be far. And when you, when Rabbi puts this in place, it ensures that if we don't remove obstacles here, so Rabbi gives us a way to remove in the next world. It's a chesed. Can you imagine if eternally there was constant obstacles, not allowing a person to ever experience Devekas to Akadish Baruchu, Devekas to the source, that's, that's eternal pain. That's very, very painful. So, therefore, the Rabbani Shalom put it in place so that we don't ever, um, ever uh, get to that spot. This is just a taste. We're starting, just a taste. This is not even close to, uh, you know, fathoming or coming close to the full idea. But uh, it's, a, it's an important concept and it's, it's something to, to really. Uh, contemplate and to spend time on, uh, which is what uh, the Bovabi is advising us to do. And Bez uh, Hashem, we'll uh, continue on, on this topic with the next paragraph next week. Everybody should have a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos.